Isaac, thank you very much indeed. Uh, very good to be with you. And can I echo what Lindsay said and say Happy New Year to you uh, on this uh, second Sunday of 2022. And uh, we are doing Vision Sunday today. And as part of that, we are going to have, uh, there will be a large pile of donuts at the back of church, I mean, indeed in the church car park. Our refreshments are outside in the church car park. They are of a number of different uh, uh, flavors. Um, I wonder if anyone could give me some guesses as to what kind of donut flavors you can have. Apple thought. In fact, we don't have apple thought. We have six fillings, but we don't have apple. Okay. Jam. jam. We have jam. We actually have two jams. Mm. There was somebody at the back. I didn't catch that. Custard is right, yes. In fact, cinnamon, sadly, is a bit too classy for our donuts, I think. Okay. <laughs> is it Neil and Chad? What were you? Caramel. Oh, that's not... I have to say, we, we don't have quite have caramel, but we do have chocolate and orange. So kind of Terry's chocolate orange type. Um, I have to say, we, we, we are a divided church on this one. In the, I know my, my good friend, uh, Seb, our worship leader, is a devotee of the custard-filled donut. And I know that um, uh, Lindsay, my wife, absolutely loathes custard. Uh, so we, we very rarely see it in our house, I have to say. That, that, that's, uh, anyway, I, I would encourage you. I, I'm sorry, those online, I'm sorry, I can't offer you a, an, a, a, an online donut. But uh, those in the building, um, do, donuts galore, please do make use of them. Because uh, we have good things to celebrate as a church. Um, we're thinking about what, what God is calling us to. And I want to ask the children present if you could do a job for me um, during uh, the service. Could you draw us a picture of St. Barnabas Church? And I'd like you to draw a picture. And it's not just a picture of how it is now, but how you would love it to be. So you might want to kind of add things on. And it could be anything. And you might want to use all the colors you've got. But if you could draw us a picture of St. Barnabas Church as you would love it to be in the future, that would be brilliant. And then if you could get it to Phil, our wonderful media worker, who is at the back. Phil, can you wave, please? If you could get it to Phil, Phil can then put it on the screen um, um, and hope possibly up on the screen behind us. So please, could you be doing that, drawing a picture of St. Barnabas Church? Um, and um, for grown-ups in the church, um, on, on the church chairs, you will find something called a mission action plan. And that if, is a kind of picture. Do, do take these away. They're not, they're not meant to stay here. Do take them away. That's a picture of how St. Barnabas Church hopes to become. It was something that we as a church family agreed on about 18 months ago in September 2020. Um, and today is a chance to look at it afresh and say, well, how are we doing? And I'd suggest you might like to think of it in terms of two words. First word, thank you. Second word, please. The first word, what, what are there as you look through that mission action plan, which is our church's vision, that you can say, thank you, Lord. There are good things that have happened in the last 18 months. Thank you, Lord, for 
this or that. And then, please, what things do you, you look at a plan and you think, oh, please, Lord, you know, because we, we know there are things that certainly by no means all of it has been achieved. And some of the things have become harder to do during COVID. So thank you and please, and I would encourage you to email your thank yous and pleases to the church office, and then we can feed them into our church council meetings. Um, the church council is re responsible for running St. Barnabas. Um, there are pictures of the extremely handsome members of the church council at the back of church, um, so you can see who's on it there. But think of what are your thank yous and your pleases to God uh, that we can share. Now we're going to think this morning about uh, what uh, Paul said to the church in a place called Ephesus. Um, and I wonder if we could have um, a first slide up, please. Uh, actually, can we have our second slide up? That, thank you, that's great. Ephesus, anybody here ever been to Ephesus? I'm guessing it's quite unlikely. We did have one person. Oh, we do, Debrilla. Thank you. Um, Debrilla, could you tell us which country Ephesus is in now? Thank, thank you, yes. So it, Ephesus is a, an ancient town in Turkey, that's a picture of its fabulous theatre. Remember, this building is over 2,000 years old, so if it looks a little bit beat up, you know, it's 2,000 years of wear and tear gone in there. Um, can we have our next slide, please? And here's one of the main streets in Ephesus. Ephesus in Turkey, it's on the edge of a sea called the Mediterranean Sea. And our next slide, please. Here's one of the public buildings. Um, and then our next slide, please. And here is a picture of a temple, like some of the temples that were all over Ephesus. Now, you may say, well, it doesn't look much like Middlesbrough, and certainly the weather is a bit different. Um, it's a little bit warmer there. But the thing about Ephesus was it had one of the biggest harbors in the ancient world. It opened out onto a big river that flowed into the Mediterranean Sea. And Middlesbrough has in Teesport one of the biggest harbors in Britain which opens out onto the North Sea and one of the most busy shipping lanes in the world. And Middlesbrough has a kind of temple, in the sense of the riverside, a temple to uh, a football, a huge stadium. And it also has, like Ephesus, a huge number of peoples. This was a huge city with people from all over the known world. And Middlesbrough, too, has people from all different nations. And what Paul has to say to the people in Ephesus is really useful to you and me sitting here in Middlesbrough today. And we're going to dig into that in a moment. I wonder if we could have the, um, the first slide in the slide sequence up, please, if that's possible. And we're going to drill into our Bible reading now from Ephesians chapter 3. If you can get hold of a Bible, that would be great on your phone or in the church pews on page 1109. You'll find Ephesians chapter 3, verse 
14. I'd suggest that this reading is about a big God, a big prayer, and a big hope in the church. A big God, big prayer, big hope in the church. This is about, Paul is praying in these verses, and he is praying to a God who is staggeringly vast. I've just realized I've left my Bible. I'm just going to get it. He says in verse 16, he prays that everyone may have power to know how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. This is what God's love is wide and long and high and deep. It's long enough to last for eternity. It's deep enough to reach us however deep, however low we feel. It's high enough to exalt um, that person. However low we are, we can be exalted into the heavens with God. And it's wide enough to encompass every person of every nationality. This is a big God. And children, do remember, do keep working on those uh, drawings of your, um, how, what you think the church should look like. And when you finish that, I wonder if you could get on and draw something else. I'd like you to draw yourself. Picture of yourself. So, um, when you finish both those drawings, get them to fill at the back. So, drawing of the church and a drawing of yourself. So we've seen how big the God is to whom Paul is praying. And what we see is Paul praying an enormous prayer. His, uh, one of the things that we know is that when we pray, what we pray about reflects what is in our heart. And here we find an enormous prayer. And the prayer acts as a kind of staircase. And I wonder if we could go on with the slides onto our staircase, please. Need to go on about three or four more slides on, please. That's okay. There we go. This is a kind of staircase, this passage. It speaks to us of moving from God's strength to God's love, to us knowing that love, to us knowing the fullness of God in our hearts. This is an enormous prayer. This is not a small prayer. It is an outrageous prayer. So we have a big God, we have a big prayer, and it is for a big hope in the church. When Paul says he prays that God may strengthen you, he's referring not just to us individual, one person at a time. He's referring to us, you, all of us, all the people in the church in Ephesus, all the people in St. Barnabas Church. He wants all of us as a community to be changed. So this is a big prayer with a big hope for the church. Ephesus 
was a church full of different sorts of people, full of different sorts of nationalities. And in the town of Ephesus, sometimes those people didn't get on with each other. And it could be quite a violent town. Uh, Middlesbrough's not like that, but it, we know, don't we, that when you get different sorts of people, you get divisions between different people, people of different levels of wealth, different social groups, different nationalities. And what Paul is saying is that the church is to be somewhere where those divisions are broken down. This is a big prayer. Um, and it's a prayer of big hope for the church. Could we have our next slide, please? Here's a poster for the launch of a new church, and it's a church in Wynyard called the Vine Church, which was opened just about a year ago. It's a, a new Church of England church in a, a big and growing housing estate. And... It was opened in the middle of the pandemic uh, by some friends of mine. Let's have a, another slide. This is a picture of that church in operation. Um, I have to say to you, I think if you were trying to pick a bad time to open a new church, I think the middle of the pandemic would be about as, as ropey a time as you could choose. But I thank God for my friends, Mark and Emily, who are the leaders of that church, and they've gone ahead and... Um, God has blessed that prayer. And now ah, we're beginning to see some, um, uh, some pictures of, of our church, uh, uh, as it might be. Um, uh, uh, that's a picture, I would suggest to you, of an answered prayer. What prayers are we praying this Vision Sunday for St. Barnabas Church. Let's remember, we serve a big God who calls us to big prayers with big hope for the church. And I'm very grateful to be a member of St. Barnabas. This is a rich church. It's rich in by being in person and being online. It's rich by the fact it contains people who've got PhDs and people whose, whose skills are very extensive, but their qualifications are entirely from the university of life. It's rich by the growing number of different nationalities in our church. It's rich by the range of ages that are present. As we look at our mission action plan, we have things to celebrate and we also have challenges. And I want to offer a challenge to you, and that's to ask how big are your prayers for St. Barnabas Church? Are your prayers too small? Could they be bigger? Look at how Paul in Ephesus, in frankly what would have been a small and fragile church, prays huge prayers for a town not entirely unlike Middlesbrough. When we gather here, back in a year's time, in 2023, may it be that we have much to thank God for, for answers to our prayers. But we will only have answers if we have prayed those prayers in the first place. 
And when we think of the um, pictures of ourselves, um, the, I'm so grateful, children, that you've drawn pictures of yourselves. That's great. I hope we might be able to see them at some point. Um, we might think, um, all of us, how we picture ourselves and what might God want to do with us? What might our prayer be for ourselves in this coming year? How might he want to grow us, most especially in us knowing how wide and high and deep and broad is the love of Christ? Let's pray our prayer that since the church is made up of individual peoples, that we have big prayers, both for St. Barnabas and also for ourselves. Amen.